Do you like giant robots? Because we like giant robots. Welcome to Tad Strange, the Gravity Falls podcast, where I now have a new voice. My name is Joe. My name is Little Gideon. Yeah, I'm trapped in a room with Little Gideon. <laughs> well, welcome back to this podcast here, and I, my voice has changed once again. And now we're going to be talking about uh, Gideon Rising. And how he goes and finds the leprechauns at the end of the rainbow. Different voice. Ah. <laughs> wow. Oh, welcome to Gravity Strange, a Tab Falls podcast. Dang, that was good. This is you fine. did what I do all this the time. This is fine. This is great. Oh, man. <laughs> Today we're talking about the season finale of season one of Gravity Falls, oh, Gideon boy. Rises. Get out um, of here, cat. Ah! Giant robots fight small children and Trevor... Fights his, his cat. cat. Fights my cat. He tried to get back <laughs> up here. I'm watching. He you. always wants oh. to be near the microphone, and all he does is bite on my cord. Oh my god. <laughs> Whatever. He acts like he doesn't over there. So, what are y'all's first impressions is of this episode? I like this a little bit less than last episode. I give this an A. I give this like a B. Oh. I, yeah, I honestly don't really like it that much. That's just there, me. Yeah, for me, there are some parts of this episode that are an A plus, and then there's a lot of filler and weird pacing. That so, I, I think it's a B. I think that's a good one. I want to say A minus, but that I, yeah, I don't know. It's a B or a B plus for me. Um, just because some of the some of the parts are so good that I want to give it an A, especially the ending. I think the ending is fantastic. All right, well, let me almost... ruin all of that for you because I can. Sure. Let, me, let me ruin your ruining everything because this Ooh. is going to be the easiest episode ever. Yeah, I'm bringing it down to an A minus, mostly because I did it! mostly because of the pacing. <laughs> like previous, to, I yeah. think the final fight is amazing, but I yep. think the pacing previous to that is a little janky. There's there's a couple jokes that don't hit. Mm-hmm. So I'll I'll slap an A minus on yeah. there. So <laughs> the Go final ahead. fight's Ruin actually what rating. I wanted to talk about oh. last episode yes. with um, fantasy versus hyper realism, right? Because this whole episode is just hyper realism, and it's really aggravating for me. Oh. Huh. So mm. we'll get there though. Mm. Okay. Yeah, this is the um, episode yeah, where it's Bill Cipher these. Very supernatural side of Gravity Falls has failed Gideon, the very Ooh. realistic and and physically based um, side of Gravity you Falls. You can take your body shaming and get out of here. <laughs> Listen, triangles are beautiful. Okay, I just want everyone who's listening to know Matt took his hands and made a circular shape when he said physically based. <laughs> Wait, did I? Yeah, I'm I don't think great. you noticed it. You went physically based like he's a big old fatty. Wow. I stand for every man who is he's the not most exactly girl. Listen, slim. Even the gnomes say he is the most beautiful girl. They do. So, so okay. anyways, continue your story. That was oh yeah versus the very so the Bill Cipher has failed Gideon and now this episode is really just completely Gideon. There isn't really a supernatural element to it. Said Gideon being Gideon. Yeah, there. There's just Gideon. And all the barriers to um, Dipper, which which is what makes the end battle scene really effective, in my opinion, mm-hmm. is that this is a purely physical barrier to Dipper. 
Um, it, it's not something where uh, there's like a spiritual side and he outwits it or does something where it ends yep. up turning in his favor. It's when the very world much... fights, he fights back. Yeah, it's very yeah. much just that. I was actually expecting oh like that to be whispered when he was walking off into the woods at the end. When he's like, well, there's mm. nothing I can do. I, oh. I expected the... When the world fights, you fight back ah. to be whispered and then him run out of the woods like that. But wow. also that well, scene is super My Hero Academia-ish, even though that like just came out. Like, yeah, Gravity Falls inspired My Hero Academia. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. You heard it here first. You heard, you heard, 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 heard. Whoa, the Swedish chef is here to tell us all <laughs> his interpretation <laughs> of the episode. Man, we are he such a big podcast. He just finished making his Christmas feast for the Muppets Christmas Carol. The oh, best Christmas nice. movie there is. We'll do that. Why isn't that our podcast? We'll Welcome to Muppets Christmas Carol podcast, where every day of the year we talk about Muppets Christmas Carol. This is a daily <laughs> podcast where we watch this movie daily, and then we come here and talk to you about it. <laughs> I don't have time for a job anymore. I was fired. I, my wife Please has left us me. On Patreon. My children are dead. I forgot to feed my cat because I haven't left my computer because I have to watch this movie every day. Oh, Grubhub no. refuses to come to my house and I hear sirens. This might be my end, folks. This is the end of the podcast. Fade to black. The feel- podcast fades to black? Yeah, fades to black. <laughs> And all you hear is, you know, whenever you find love, it feels God. like the song hits me. Christmas. There's only one more sleep till Christmas. Oh my gosh. <sighs> Actually, this is a Gravity Falls podcast, and we're, um, we're talking about Gravity Falls. Oh, we're Isn't back. Right. We're <laughs> back. We had the little thing where Trevor's thing crashed. Yeah, kind he of. died. It was weird. Trevor's plane crashed, but we resurrected him and recloned him. And we're back to talk to you about this kind of mess of an episode. A mess-isode. A mess-isode. Just like Trevor's clone. My arms are where my legs should be. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, isn't that like a period like Jurassic? The Mesozoic? The Mesozoic. Oh. (laughs) The Macedonian era. I think that's where all the, like, clams existed. Mm, Clams. Mm. We also you, know self, you only feed my clone clams as well Also, <laughs> my clone calls himself my clone Instead of myself all the time Except for this explanation of why I call myself my clone You lost me? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways So Gideon rises Real quick overview Basically, yeah. Gideon has the shack um, Dipper and maybe want to try to get back If they can't, then Grunkle Stan's going to have to send them home So they try to get the shack back and they fail and they try to get the back Shaq back, and they fail. And yep. they try to get Shaq back on the show, but he yeah. refuses. Nope. And he was so too busy Uncle with Stan that has to send them movie. home. At which point, Gideon chases after them with a giant robot, um, assuming that they have a secret third journal. So, uh, no, he thinks they, they have one. They have well, journal number yeah. one. Yeah, the third that he which for his he also does not say the entire time he's doing this. He just assumes yeah. they have it. Yeah, listen, and then he. He's a villain, Apparently he's knows they're leaving town that day. Knows where they're going and what bus they're on. Yeah, because yeah. uh, the pins. Oh yeah, it's true. That, okay, yeah. you're right. But why are they wearing Gideon mm. pins? They aren't, but everyone around is. Who? Who else is on the bus? Seuss. Why would Seuss be wearing Gideon pins? I don't know. Exactly. 
There are so However, many like errors. Also, no, listen, how the heck the you gonna, how you gonna get on this bus and not see Seuss and sit on this bus for a while? Yeah. They're sad, dude. You know like one person they're in the sad. entire town he's driving your bus. Yeah, I know. When, oh, that made, music, when they run to the front and they're like, Seuss, you're driving this bus? I was like, are you actually serious right now? They do set it up. Um, because he does say that one of his part-time has, jobs is a bus driver. Yeah, 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 no, I get Free that. Fucker. But you're going to tell me, but, like, yeah. everybody who knows him is there. They get on the bus. You're going to tell me he just didn't look down and see who it was? Yeah. It, it's just, come on. Oh. It's kind of true. If he was wearing his Seuss, uh, not Seuss disguise to <gasps> do the bus, maybe boom, if he was wearing... He looks legit with a beard. Dude, he I looks gotta so say. Cool. Maybe it's if he was wearing look. his Mystery Shack... Um, oh, no question me the question mark <laughs> outfit. <laughs> yeah, so there's a lot of things in this episode I just don't like. Yeah. Like the whole town hating them and believing Gideon with absolutely no evidence or proof. Gideon literally well, just stealing somebody's house and nobody questioning it. Well, that is a sign both of um, the red- residents of Gravity Falls not being very smart and of Gideon just completely captivating their hearts. Yeah, I guess. But if and them completely. This, but it is overstated. Something I really yeah. dislike in literally every like animated show I've ever watched ever is when it's like, here's hard evidence. Something bad happened and I can prove it. Well, no, you can't. I have this. Well, that's enough for me. I'm not going to look into this. I hate, hate, hate. Futurama used to do that all the time and I hated it. Huh. There's literally an episode of Futurama where Bender wins the intergalactic poker game because he's holding a coaster from the bar that has a king on it. And like, well, that still counts. I'm just like, stop, stop, just stop everything right here and burn all the film because this is <laughs> oh stupid. And this is on that level of stupid with me. I'm like, yes, he has the deed. Literally, that's not even how anything works. Like you can't just yeah. give deeds to people. It has to be notarized. This Sign is how this is how law works to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. It's not And then he's gonna build Dipper World, but he's actually just building a Dipper, row. Dipper World. Whatever he calls Gideon it. Land. Gideon Gideon Land. Listen. Dipper World. <laughs> World sounds a lot cooler. Uh, surprise season two, Dipper turns evil and tries um, to hatch but the same plan. Instead of actually like beginning instruction on that, he builds a giant robot in like an <laughs> hour. However, um, the architect is old man McGucky. Is old man McGucky, yeah, which yeah, explains yeah. it. Also, yep. okay, another thing that I'm just gonna, you know what? Here's all my baggage. I'm letting my luggage do on the floor. Sure, do it. Taking do it. my shirt back off. <laughs> you guys, no, you guys that. missed that when we faded to black. Oh, Real me fun. tried to take my shirt off, and then the clone stopped me. Yep. Um, okay, so gnome army attacks Gideon. Gideon yeah. has a dog whistle on him. For some reason, no, 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 that was set up before because he freaking abuses waddles and oh, tears him into the but corner. He That's blows the dog whistle, which apparently works on pigs, and yeah. it works on the gnomes just randomly. Like, yeah. co- come on! That's a, That's a negative day. Oh, that hurts! That just hurts me. It's just like, why? What? Why? why did that that have to you do have a thing? journal. You could be like, well, I know their true weakness. It's this. That's what Dipper yeah. did. Why couldn't you do it? Why did you have yeah, a secret true. whistle? Why do you have plot armor? I hate that kind of stuff so, 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 yeah. so, so, so much. A thing with this episode is I hurt is my wrist up. when I punched my chair <laughs> in <laughs> anger. <laughs> nothing is set up. Nothing is delivered. And nothing is earned. So stuff this is, just this is, what it, this is what it reminds me of. 
It reminds me of this one time I played Dungeons and Dragons. I've played Dungeons and Dragons so much. It's probably because we're playing tonight. <laughs> reminds me of one time I played Dungeons and Dragons. A really bad DM who had no idea what to do when he was outsmarted by his players. Mm. And every time you would outsmart him and try to do something, everybody just had plot armor. So whenever you yeah. would be like, well, I actually got this. I'm going to kill your like guy now. He'd be like, no, he secretly has this, which is going to just randomly work right now. And it's like, mm-hmm. why? Like, wh- why? I do not. I cannot mm-hmm. stress how much. I do not like. So I mean, like a non-thought in this case, plot. Mabel and Dipper are the players who really thought about. Oh my goodness! Remember from twelve sessions ago when we were playing D anD D, we met these random people that we forgot about. Ask them Let's for help. go and get their help to take this guy yeah. out. And then, you know, the DM controlling his Gideon villain says, "Uh, mm. secret secret dog whistle that works on gnomes." Yeah, that, which then yeah. makes them serve him. Because they think yeah. he's a girl, and it's just like, okay, I get it. These are all callbacks. I did like seeing um, Schmegmula again. Yes. He's my favorite. Mm-hmm. But it was just like, I cannot stand plot armor ever yeah. in video games, in TV, in movies, in Dungeons & Dragons, and anything. I cannot stand mm-hmm. plot armor because it's the stupidest thing ever. If your character... Dipper and Mabel have a good reason they can defeat a villain, they should be able to defeat the villain. Yep. You shouldn't just miraculously get saved. Also, first off, how does Dipper keep the journal in like his jacket when it's yeah. like this big inside of jacket? Yeah. And then it just slides out this one time. I mean, it's he's just... been doing that the whole series. That's how I feel. That's how this made me feel. This episode made me just yeah. hyperventilate the entire time in anger mm. I, I think i lied because there are setups but they're never paid off yeah they're just there are good. payoffs but they aren't payoffs like with the gnomes they, that's they, a payoff they from take your attention as episodes. a debt but then they never repay yeah. it yeah it was yeah. like <laughs> okay gnome cool i can jive with this but then all of a sudden it's yep. just like no never mind that's not gonna be good enough and then mcgucket making him a robot in literally like an hour it was a day they, it, it was like a full day and they okay. do they do go to that throughout the day. Building and, a Pacific yeah. Rim Jaeger yeah. in yeah. one day. Okay, he built yeah. a kaiju though in yeah. episode two. But this is still <laughs> this is still <laughs> hyper realism. That's what yeah. I don't like about it. This shouldn't be able to happen. Why is it happening? Also, this is something else that just drove me like insane. End of the episode, big robot crashes. Gideon's secret monitoring lab is inside the robot yeah. for some yes. reason. Yes. So, and Stan just kicks a random panel and knows that it's going to be there. Yeah. Also, did anybody else? And he like he figures it out. Okay, I like the way he figured it out with like it's interfering with his airbud. That's cool. Kind of. I like and I don't like it because cameras yeah. don't work like that. You yep. you either have audio or video. You don't have both. And his camera and a microphone and one thing, it should feedback on everything. It should just randomly mm. feedback once. So, it's it's meh. Also, all of the <laughs> this actually bothered me. All of the monitors are from a third-person perspective away from everyone when they're yeah. all wearing them on their lapel. Yeah, it's kind of weird. And I would have liked this so much more if they set up with the little Gideon pins in episode, like, three when Gideon first appeared. Mm, that true. would have been cool. He's watching you the entire time. That yep. would have been awesome. But yep. this was just like, nah, he just he randomly gave these out yeah. while blowing up the mystery shack. Because the first time that he did his um, little Gideon's... Uh, tent of tent of wonders his his um uh wow what's the word knowing what someone else is thinking telepathy 
yeah, his tender telepathy, his telepathy, his prediction, whatever. Wonders, no um, wonders. Was mm. be, was it worked because it was so general, but people were still so enamored him by him by his cute. So he didn't actually have information on people. Yeah, he just gave out these super general. Um, you look like you're breathing today. <gasps> I am. <laughs> Whereas now with the pins, he has these specific things of knowing that the secret ingredient in the coffee there could have been coffee. There could mm-hmm. have been so much set up for this. Yeah. Like I think a really good, a really good example of something like this is it by Stephen King. Cause in the movie, um, Pennywise literally controls the town through their own thoughts. So people will just look the other way when things are happening because Pennywise does what he wants because he controls the entire town. So, like, there's this one scene where one of the main characters is about to get knifed in the stomach and this old couple is driving by and they just look away. And then, like, out of the back seat is, like, the red balloon saying it's Pennywise doing it, which is like, oh, cool. Like, whoa. It would have been really cool if the town was literally so in love with Gideon because over time he was, like, using telepathy his telepathy yeah using mm. his to like really gain it's like the town goes from i love him i hate him i love him he's a villain i love him he's yeah. still a villain and then it's like oh wait he's not a villain anymore he's a good guy and i just i hate that so much it's like you just let's forget what happened the last 19 episodes because we love him again now you know it just ugh. yeah there hasn't been enough i want to just i want to take a cantaloupe and scene. squeeze it that's how angry I am. I can squeeze a cantaloupe. I don't that's, know how I feel. About that's that. a new like angry Side mark. note: I haven't seen a cantaloupe in years. Do those still exist? Are they yeah, not extinct? I prefer yes. honeydew melons. I hate honeydews. My dad liked honeydew, <laughs> but they're green and, and sweet. Yeah, I don't like any of that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like green things. I don't like sweet things. <laughs> grass. <Ugh>. Sweet grass. <laughs> 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 Okay, I've ranted for about six minutes. If you're still listening, forgive me. But this is like the hill I die upon when it comes to any kind of storyline. Okay, I'm going to swap way back to the beginning. The screenshot that Trevor looked over at my screen at, you screen looker, was of the little picture on Abuelita's um <gasps> Nightstand. Right. I of love tiny Seuss. Also, Abuelita's apparently, Seuss is some type of Spanish. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. His his full name is Jesus. Uh, I forget his last name. I never would have guessed. Yeah, me neither. Never plays into it. Yeah. But then again, I've seen him eat a lot of tacos throughout the series. So <laughs> burritos, burrito bites. Oh, it's foreshadowing. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I think um who Pacifica called him Jesus once, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So super cute baby Seuss because because he's got like a tiny little um bonnet, uh flat top and, and a little cape, and he's running around in his in his undies with um with a, what looks like a popsicle and a bird. I can't quite <laughs> tell. <laughs> you know, it was I, I really uncomfortable. Um what oh was great gosh. until a point was Seuss sitting down in his underwear yeah. playing with, with the cars. <laughs> and yeah. I liked it until he coughed out the fruit. Yes. <laughs> At that yes. point, I stopped liking it. And then he like, ate Is them. it weird if I eat these? Who am I kidding? I'm eating these. <laughs> that was super weird. Okay, what was what was absolutely great? <laughs> oh, I'm wow, dying. Trevor cannot the die. The cars? That'd be cool. Oh. Um, what was... 
super cool was right at the beginning when um Dipper thinks he's waking up from a dream and then Seuss is next to him in the bed. That was great. That was a great <laughs> That's cut. no dream, that dude. Was an amazing cut. I love yes. that. I liked Yep. I vacuum the walls now. <laughs> <laughs> or I yeah. vacuum my face now. <laughs> yeah. Abuelita is good. There are there are some things in this episode that I love. Yeah. Abuelita is great. Seuss naked Seuss is overplayed. Yeah, and I don't it's weird. Um this, episode it feels like they wrote it but then they just went well it's the season finale so bigger okay now bigger okay now Mm. bigger and Uh, they just kind mm. of the plot shrunk and the robot got bigger and that's the way i (laughs) see this episode the thing is i there are there's enough good parts in this episode to make a good episode out of they seem yeah. to just have extra random things that they just spend way too much time on instead of building a plot around this giant robot, yeah. which you could definitely do. No, there's just randomly a giant robot at the end. <laughs> yeah, and I like the giant robot, and I like the fight and everything around that. I think that's a good scene. Yeah. I but then there's, good. like, just Robbie being like, hey, please take me back. For way too long. And then there's Seuss yeah. being naked for way too long. That's, that sets up, like, the Robbie-Wendy thing. Just so Wendy can say, if we don't get it back, I have to go to the lumber mill. Yeah. What the heck is she talking about? Because she has, like, five brothers and they're not at a lumber mill. They're no, just they're here. So, what? Maybe she needs that's a true. job. So, that's the only place she could and get Seuss a job. Seuss got, like, the seven. Seuss literally got, like, seven yeah, jobs in a true. day. So, I think she could get <laughs> one. Also, wasn't she a lifeguard, like, two weeks ago? Like, uh, yeah. She, she got uh, fired, though, because she took too many snacks. Didn't we all? But, yeah. Maybe this is, like, the one job she can slack off at. And maybe that's why she doesn't want to lose it. But I it's, it's... I don't know. It just it adds more conflict into a conflict-ridden episode. Yeah. Like, they make it seem like it... The main plot is not a season finale plot, really. Or it's not well done. It could have been, and they're definitely trying to make it a season finale plot, but it is not. Um, The final scene is fantastic for a season finale. And I think they could have had a almost normal episode just with that at the end and a couple teasers thrown in to that ending during the episode, and boom. Do you think we can just headcanon swap? 19 and 20 so that gideon's plan a was the dynamite and his plan b was oh. bill plus it's plan b for bill <gasps> that's good i think i'm where you can just head and swap those two perfect and then episode 20 goes out on you encountered the big bad villain you had your fight where you thought you were going to yep. beat him and then he he escaped essentially let you go Clone yep. Trevor has to write this I down. I think that's like really better because 19 felt a lot more like an end episode. Yeah. Episode. Yeah. And then with you could end uh, 20, which is now 19, yep, with yep, okay, yep. he blows stuff up, fights a giant robot, it doesn't work. The end, you have him summon Bill, and the last thing you hear as the music swells is Gravity Falls, it's good to be back. Cut. Gosh. I think. End of episode. A really cool way to have done the robot fight, though, yep. would have been for Dipper to have something big and supernatural to fight it. Mm. Because like that's... the Gremloblin. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah or like the giant gnome. The, so, the gnome. That's the gnome. So the gnomes. Ooh. Dipper versus 
Gideon because oh. Gideon uses his money and what he has, his material mm-hmm. throughout the entire season. So yeah. it would have been cool to see Dipper use the mystic force he has versus Gideon's robot at the very end. And then it'd be like, this is all in our headcanon. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Gideon be like, well, I didn't be with my money. I need something stronger than his. And that's why he gets Bill. Because mm. that would have made more sense. Yeah. Mm. So uh, Overall, that makes me realize that Gideon is a really bad user of the journal. Yeah, he Dipper's really doesn't know this, how to. Like the whole time, and Dipper's doing all this crazy supernatural stuff. And the best thing Gideon comes up with is he did have the got little cameras for. He did have the telekinetic um thing. Oh yeah, the, yeah. the yeah. crystal. But he beginning. relies on his dad's money more than anything. Throughout. Yeah, because he doesn't know. It how seems to like he gets one plan and just goes for that and doesn't adapt at all. He yeah. just thinks like, I have this one thing I can use. Let's use this for the next three days. So. Huh. I guess big redeeming scenes in this episode because I tore it down so much. Yeah. Um, Gideon jumping. I mean, um, Dipper jumping off yes. of the woods into the eyeball and just yep. fighting Gideon. It's a throwback to the yep. episode before because when the world hits you, you got to fight back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he so wasn't good. like when he turned around, I was like, he's not going to let Mabel just die. That's stupid. Yeah. Like he's going to go kill him. And then yep. they have this sweet fight in a robot. head. I actually like that because yep. they actually throw punches at each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and and there's payoff. actual blood before that. Um, yeah, there's blood Dipper on Dipper's face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Th- th- that's also a payoff from when the gal- um, gnome plan goes sour, uh, and Gideon gets up in Dipper's face and is like, "You're nothing. No brains. No muscle. You're yeah. nothing without this book." Yeah, it's uh, it's a really good payoff for that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I like that's that. True. It's good. I like that little character development in that scene. It's really good. Yep, but they right. submerge it in a swamp of. Yeah. nothingness another good oh, redeeming gosh. scene is the journal scene at the end where he's yeah. like uncle stan i should probably finally oh, tell gosh. you about this this is it this is three like we've yeah had the whole time and then he's like ha ha ha, ha, ha. <laughs> so that's where you've been getting everything <laughs> yeah and then he's like some good attractions out of this yeah, yeah. yeah. and then haha secret secret i have the other two so yeah which i saw I coming but i didn't know what they did and they also mm-hmm. alluded to it in the last episode because Gideon opens That's up three. Right. I mean, um, Dipper opens up three and goes, oh, this is for this super boring. And I've, like, I've looked at this for an hour. And I think it's some things. sort of alien super weapon. So I'm really excited to jump into season two and figure out what the heck that was. Yeah. Yeah. It's fantastic. And the episode ends. The music just builds and builds. And well, oh, yeah. The, builds the and builds music. and builds and builds and swells. Good job, Brad Breek. Oh, gosh. So and good. then it's so good at the end. He just says, oh, it's working. And then just here we go. As you like, just musical. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. And right out. And yeah. oh, I my like gosh, the little just piano of the yep. intro playing when he's uh, putting yes. in the code and everything. That was really good. Yeah. And so, here, here yeah. we go is such a, a meta line to yeah. end with. Because it's it's the big revelation of oh my goodness, and there's a whole next season where this entire thing gets explored. Yeah, like yep. here, like you, here the story actually like goes in the it, last two episodes is giving us more than the entire season has. Yeah, yeah, it's almost <laughs> like the entire first season has been the intro. Yeah, and here we go into oh wow, these Gravity Falls mysteries have answers somewhere. Can I talk about mm-hmm. what I hope the next season's like? Because I haven't watched it yet. Ooh. Sure. Yeah. I want a lot less episodic. Not these one-off episodes that don't really tie into each other. I want a lot more of the supernatural mystery shacky stuff, like we saw at Bill Cipher. Okay. Uh, I want a lot more Bill. 
Mm. Um, I want. I know Pacifica is going to come back and like play a role. I'm excited for that because I want to see that. I want more of this Dipper arc that we've seen in these last two episodes opposed to, I, I guess it kind of plays into the I'm not a man like stuff we've seen before, but the way it was put in these two last episodes was so much better than any other Dipper arc yeah. we've seen. Yep. Um, I want more depth from Seuss because I feel like he's been a kind of shallow, funny one-off character and that'd be nice. Yeah. I want Robbie to just kind of disappear. <laughs> uh, mostly because he reminds me too much of myself. Oh. Da, da, da. <clears throat> um, and yeah, I think those are like the big things I really want to see, and I, I'm nice. really excited for the Drunkle Stan. Whatever's gonna happen because mm-hmm. that's gonna be cool. Yeah, yeah, that's yep. true. I, you I are, feel like uh, um, Pacifica gets involved in a more episode. Um, the other way that you wanted am i right in remembering that pacifica has like a couple episodes that she's in where yeah. she's contributing to overall story i believe that does happen season two but i'm I forget it, yeah i i think to give a small spoiler when watching season two you're going to be very happy and then disappointed and then very happy and then disappointed <laughs> and then very happy and then disappointed and then oh my gosh your mind's gonna be blown Good, that's what I want. That's that's my prediction. It, it's not perfect by any means. There are some episodes that are filler, and just no one in the community likes them. Because yeah. <laughs> you've ramped yeah. up the stakes with this finale. And some episodes um, continue on that, uh, but some try to go back to it as if it's like their third episode and everything's just hunky-dory, whatever. Um, and those are the most disappointing ones. But for the majority, I think two-thirds at least of the of season two's episodes are um like b pluses or a's that's really cool in my opinion Um, or in my memory at least and we'll get to that before uh i don't know if you guys have anything else you want to discuss on this episode we kind of covered it that basically it's uh, there are some really good parts but it it just doesn't pay off it's mostly just me yelling this episode so it mostly that yeah yeah um i it makes you hate get in with everything because he burns the family photo and then he's yep. abusing waddles yes. whistling him having that's him true. in the corner oh my that's gosh. a good i want scene. to murder him and yes. then at the end it really pays it my heart was so happy when mabel gets waddles back at the yeah. end that just made it such like a <gasps> yeah <gasps> yeah <gasps> yep. It was great. Yeah. It was really It didn't make fantastic. me happy. Um that the scene with Gideon in the shack is good. Um yeah, I mean it's I it's it like it shows you he is evil and also Bud Gleeful gets his clown painting back. <laughs> yes, he just like walks yes. over and just leans on it. Oh, true. It's fantastic. It's pretty um, great. Yeah. So there are there are good scenes in here. But and there are there are good like setups and payoffs, but they're just drowned. I would yeah. like to talk about top 10 anime anime betrayals in this episode though first of all old man mcgucket building the whole thing i get it he's like crazy and stuff but he should like know i don't know that just felt like a it's only a mcgucket building it oh what are you doing dude you're not supposed to like be the villain he's had so many adventures with the pines yeah that it doesn't make sense Mm. Yeah. yeah plus the town has outrightly seen what Gideon does to the pine, so I don't. I just don't get how the town is like still on his side. It just does and not then, make sense. Even worse, mm-hmm. head, chin, back man, who mm. gets sells his soul to Gideon just to be a bodyguard for a few bucks. 
Oh yeah, one the the head, the guy with the head, it says. Yeah. Head. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because oh. he was like buddies with ah, oh, and they were cool. Was he ever like friends? I remember the um the the one big big biker dude um was friends with Mabel because they did the yes, uh, yes, thingy, yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's like, "But will she love me?" <laughs> but I don't I know, know about head shoulders like guy. To me, it was it made me made me real sad. Oh, made me real I'm sorry. Sad. Um. Oh, one, okay, it probably wasn't an intentional callback, but I kind of wanted to poke fun at it. Um, back in Dipper Manliness, we talked about how they got ketchup packets for for lunch. So when um, Grunkle Stan is on the phone with Dipper and Mabel's parents, oh, um, and he's gosh, like, yeah, I got him at a nice four-star hotel. The toaster zaps a bug or whatever. Yeah, And yeah, we got plenty of food. He shakes the milk carton, oh, closes gosh, the door, and what me. is on the door but ketchup and mustard. Which means, yeah, of course, really? that's enough for the kids to eat. Oh, uh, it, it 100% wasn't intentional, but it, yeah, it, that's what it made me think there. of. Because we talked about it so much and kind of drove it into the ground that that's yeah. not a way that Grunkle Sand is supposed to. But I do agree that that scene was really oh emotional. Oh gosh. Yeah. Like, it really showed you the cost of what There's happened. There's a look on Stan's face. Yes. That's... It's not that I lost the shack. It's that I'm going to lose the twins. Oh. Yes. And it, you can feel it. He doesn't have to say it, but you can feel it, that he's afraid of them going home. Yeah. So, that was good. It, yeah. One, one thing with this episode is there is both... There's giving up from the twins and then also from Stan. Um, kind of from Stan first and then, and then from the twins afterwards. What's weird is... What you have in a story, your protagonist usually, and you can break this rule and you can make a good story, but usually you want your protagonist to be the one causing things to happen. You want them to be an active um, character, mm-hmm. unless they're just supposed to be a like uh, reactive character. Well, yeah, uh, sit in for the audience, experiencing a whole new world. That can oh. be interesting, but. Even in that, you should have them make some decision that impacts the plot, mostly. Um, in my opinion, other than just punching the bad guy. So, I don't know. If we if we think about, like, I guess Avatar, you have him make a decision halfway through that I am going to switch sides. And so that's a decision that they made. In this episode, uh-huh. the twins make a decision to give up. And then that it doesn't matter what they've done at all yeah. because they just battle and end up thankfully winning. Yeah. There's no, but they give up where they've already lost. Cause their parents are already having them come home. It's like, it was a no when they say, well, we're giving up. It's like, well, okay, cool. Like there's no, the only reward was in actually finishing and you didn't. So you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like there's no point if they said, no, we don't yeah. give up. They would still have to get on the bus. They still have to go home. Like there's no, there's no nothing to them giving up. Also, they lost to Gideon and lost nothing but the journal. So it was just like, I don't know. Yeah, Yeah. it's just messy. It doesn't feel like there's a risk reward factor. Yeah, the episode also bounces back and forth between trying to have Stan be like its main character and have the twins be its main character. So you have the eventual reveal made by Stan and he gets more character development, but less screen time um, or, or more um, activeness where basically he, 
Uh, he's the one who discovers, which I don't think was set up. I, I don't think he earned it um, of <laughs> like, oh, this is how he's tricking everybody. And he just he kind of recognizes that. And he's the one who his spirit is broken and he has to send the kids home because he is a failure. Yeah. Like he has a much more compelling storyline, but he gets less screen time. He totally does. And his final like redemption isn't earned. It's accidental. He's not even like accidental. He's not actively trying to get the shack back. He's given correct. And it's just, yeah. Ugh, it's aggravating. Yeah. And I'm okay with him having given up, but the, the fact that the person he then just snaps I'm, out of it. With I, no, oh, here it is. I the am person... not okay with him giving up because one episode ago he said, "When the world hits you, you hit mm. back," and the world mm. hit him, and he sat down. Every other time he's hit back, and now he lost yeah. everything and he just gives up. It's stupid. So, yeah. so he's, take he's, that he's episode twenty. The the twins who didn't have a choice on whether they were giving up or not. Those are the ones who actually got the big final battle. Whereas Grunkle Stan, who actually did have a choice on whether to give up yeah. or not, gave up and accidentally is the winner. Yeah. yeah. Because without Grunkle Stan well, finding that out. You couldn't have Grunkle Stan punch Gideon in the face. That's illegal. You I mean, he hit him with, with a broom. broom. Hey. You guys said it yeah. at the same time. And that's the podcast. Podcast over. Done. Mm. <laughs> it's it's weird. Something. That's a good, that's a really good point, Matt, because it, it splits up what should be one character's arc between two characters and so therefore it's not an arc anymore it's just a ramp and a slide okay. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. i've got it i've got it i've got it i've got it okay canon yeah seuss is not the one who gets the job as a bus driver grunkle stan is yeah okay. oh that's so much better oh wait new head canon seuss actually works for gideon no no and gideon rides inside of seuss i'm turning i'm turning <laughs> he just muted his microphone. Stop it. Matt said really okay. inappropriate things to me. That's yeah, not, he did. I read No, he just said inappropriate things over and over. <laughs> like inappropriate things. Inappropriate <laughs> things. I just said inappropriate but slower. <laughs> no, okay, I really like that because <coughs> Grunkle Stan um to be the one in, in the final fight and um okay so then oh gosh who finds out seuss accidentally finds out that the pins yeah. are yep. the thing and he comes <gasps> up, hey look at this dude he finds out about the pins when he's trying to play with his race cars oh <gasps> yeah because the race cars don't have batteries also and then somehow the pins like give it electric spark also oh, yes. why yes. the heck do they all have pins they love him <laughs> <laughs> that's all i got <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's again, really it's it. not an airtight episode. And the plot lines of Gravity oh, Falls do not need to be airtight. Something but... I like. Yeah, last episode. Okay, okay. this episode. Hold on. Okay, okay. Grappling yeah. hook came back. And Dip Freeman says, yes. that grappling hook has literally done nothing yeah. good for us. Yeah. Oh, really? Jam! Boom! <laughs> Jam! <laughs> I vacuum the wall now. Oh. But... Something else I don't like, that gravel hook definitely doesn't have 500 feet of rope yeah. in it to go down from that drop. Yeah. Also, grappling hooks don't work like that. You can't just blatantly, you yeah. can't Batman it and just hope to hit something. <sighs> yep. But grappling hook. Yeah, grappling yeah. hook was nice. Which is my favorite joke okay. from episode one. Mm. So. That's true. Yeah. Um, I would like to note the 
CG animation is so much better in episode 20 than it was near the beginning of the season. So yeah. much better compared to like Gobblewonker chase scene. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. The the, yeah. the final battle, which is a, a lot of There's CG actually animation. Oh my gosh. It's so much better. It's scene, so smooth. I really like the way it looked when they drive up the road close sign. Yeah. Mm. I have to sneeze. <coughs> Everybody forgive me. I have a cold. <laughs> oh man. Okay. When they're driving up the road close sign yeah. and Gideon runs past it. Because he, he doesn't take the turn. Yeah, yeah. That mm. scene looks great. Yeah. Because you yeah. have all the trees animated. You have Gideon's yeah. thing animated running through the trees. Which they use to save animation because you only have to move the head and not the entire body. Uh-huh. And mm. then you have the bus, the bus going up and taking the turn. And it looks yep. really nice all at once. It does. Maybe I'll just have a constant loop of that as my desktop background. Please. <laughs> nice. Hmm. Nice. That's going to be scary at nighttime. <laughs> <laughs> be spooky. Yeah. Um, so, okay. other question: Who dies sure. in Gravity Falls? Because Seuss is a grave digger as well. Yes, <laughs> someone does. Uh, uh, There's a cemetery. There They've hung out in it before. He, yeah. he does not have a lot of work in that job, I don't think. Um, wait. Okay, never mind. I'm gonna save it. It's my favorite joke. I'll we get to it. see Pizza okay. Guy again. I like that he's in multiple locations, but he never do- the the. the uh, pizza out of his grasp never happens to free yeah. pizza guy which kind of makes true. me sad but it does make me happy to see him again i think we're at the end i don't know what that was it was my pig impression my i think we're at the end i okay. don't know what else to talk about what I'd... on earth powered okay. that robot because when it exploded mm. that was like some ionic fission yeah it was generator yeah what the heck yeah. Oh, yeah yeah it was nuclear power that that was that was kind of kind of nuts um i love oh the power up okay. animation too. At, at the end when Seuss is reading the newspaper i dislike the animation for it exploding though because it looks mm, yeah. like a 2d image that they then smacked mm. a 3d image on and made um. a little blue circle <laughs> oh. okay so the end does have so uh, a lot of tie-ins my second favorite side character next to free pizza guy which is um the third wife of the eighth and a half president of the united states sandy she shows back up the, the woodpecker flies by at the end um and seuss is reading a newspaper like after everything mm-hmm. has happened yeah i do like the little montage at the end yeah the montage at the end is cool the little um clipping that you can read on the newspaper is yeah. a picture of blood gleeful and the quote is we could use a timeout <laughs> <laughs> and it, uh, i think the main story is little gideon in the big house yeah or something some, like that yeah yeah or maybe that's a different episode but it's, oh it's that's good. great cute that's biker great. is still deciding between his two identical question mark shirts um <laughs> because he had the puma or the panther at, you know, oh that's good or whatever and now he's between the two identical question mark shirt Tyler so like it's 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 pretty cool nice and we do get a get him in oh, this episode which we yeah. haven't gotten for a while that was gonna oh, be my good. favorite joke i was hoping we missed it oh because sorry. it's the way they set it up though they're like yeah. jerry <laughs> tyler but... tyler that's what i meant yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. get him he's like crying it's so good oh my gosh yep so if we want to just jump around right from here since joe just ruined trevor's 
favorite joke. Like Sorry, always. I think that was my favorite joke. It's the only one time. I laughed at. Same. Um, wow, that's that's and you gave this an A. Ooh, a B. Ooh. Your joke was from last yes. episode. My joke was from last episode, so you need to listen to the last episode to re- listen to the mm, setup, right. or you could just listen to what I'm about to say because I'm about to explain the setup back in episode no, 19. Please go back to episode 19 right now, listen to it, and then email us and let yeah. us know what you think. The, the punchline's going to be email us at yep. tadstrange at podcast cast pod at gmail.com yahoo aol messenger user Answers. tad strange at the beginning of 22, episode 22, 19, 22, 22. when they're doing the fantastic introduction wendy says of gideon i caught him taking my moisturizer once and then ha- about halfway when the gnomes get into um Captain Gideon, Gideon uses the whistle, and they're like, we'll serve you. You're the most beautiful girl ever. I'm not a girl. Really? But your skin is so soft. Do you moisturize? Pay off. Mm. I think they've Pay made some joke about him moisturizing Pay before, off. though. Don't care. They have. Well, no, it's, it's a good it's a good punchline, but I think it's like the first time they see him, she goes, no, when I believe he, the hand I that believe rocks the Mabel, yeah. she goes, mm. and your skin's so soft. Yes, and somebody, he goes, I moisturize or yes. something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Steals Wendy's actually, mm. which is a thing. Yeah. When are they ever in the same room? Never. No. Oh, I did like the little rascals reference when they dressed up in the trench coats with the fake beards. Oh. Because <laughs> they yes, do that in the little rascals. Right. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> Joey's favorite Joe. joke. Ah, I think it's get him. Get I'm trying em. to remember any other jokes. I didn't write down anything. Everything was more serious. Yeah. But somehow That's last true. episode they managed to have funny jokes. Yeah. And like more stuff going on, but it was all related to the plot. And this one they were like, ah, let's write some bad jokes and have no what one laugh and have Joe not enjoy this. Squash with human emotions and feelings. Oh, yeah. Okay, wait, no. I changed my favorite joke because Joey <laughs> stole it. Uh huh. Ruckle Scan stand and sing on the couch. What am I even watching? Are you tired of piles of owls? <laughs> yeah, you need an owl Wait, troll. Wait, that was in this episode? How did yeah, I miss this episode. That? You gotta owl get troll an owl troll. Is so good. <laughs> owl troll is it's just a troll with an owl. <laughs> yeah. oh, also, trolls don't pick up lots of things. They pick up like one <laughs> thing at a time. You're not gonna move a pile with a trowel. <laughs> so good. So good. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, uh, so that's there's such ooh, good. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay, 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 okay. No, no, you do your joke, and I have like. A, no, I'm not a doing a joke. I already. Oh, you're. you're I already okay. dissed this episode. Okay, I can't say fine. I like it anymore. That's fine. Ooh, I got a joke. Knock, knock. Who's who's, who's there? No. <laughs> owl trowel. <laughs> owl trowel. Oh Woo! So gotcha, owls. When Grunkle Stan drives in, smashes over the police car, um, to do his big reveal of oh, the microphone in the pins, you get a quarter second, the. Cop car has flipped on its side, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, behind yeah. the cop car walks oh. who other than Blinden Blandon? What? Oh yeah, I knew that because in the Time Travelers Pick episode, every one of those scenes is actually in the season. Yeah, I missed that. So you that, can, yeah, you can, them, you can, you can take a quarter of a second. It's yeah. so quick. You can take that episode if you mark down each scene and you find the scene, you will find yeah. it in that scene. It's yeah, like where, where's Waldo? It's super. It's cool. great. Fewer people. That's I true. I think that maybe my favorite them, though, joke it's is, so far out. is uh, Stan just driving up and just knocking over the cop car 
and just like stumbling out and just him in that whole scene. Yeah. yeah until the reveal that is unearned. But just his <laughs> he makes funny noises and it made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. So um we're swapping this with uh yeah, 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 yeah. So this is this is now episode driver. nineteen. We have a mediocre episode that then has the reveal of oh he summoned Bill, and then you go to episode twenty where oh yeah, yeah. we try they try Bill but they defeat him and then he's like I'll be back and then at the end you still get the awesome reveal of the journal and everything. There you go. Yes. Boom. Boom. But down. But down. Bomb. Bomb. Yeah, I like that a lot. That's really good. That's much better headcanon. So now that we've solved season one, I think we can move on to the next season. One real quick uh, thing of business, though. Do we want to do the second season and then do the extras afterwards? Or do we want to do the shorts that appeared in between the seasons in between shorts. our own things of the season? Uh, There's not going to be a lot of content. It, it really it's depends. It's just going to be us laughing. On the shorts, are we talking cargo, khaki, jorts? Um, cargo with rips. Uh, I'm going with capris, actually. There are cargo shorts where you can not. remove yeah. the Kirby legs. Had a whole bunch of snot becomes... out of his nose. It was great. That's gross. Why'd you tell me that? I didn't tell. Why'd you that. tell all two that. of our listeners oh. that? All two hundred. That's the same. I'm number sorry, Bob. But yeah, cargo shorts where the the pant the short part can come off and then it becomes oh, the cargo zip, speedos. Zip oh, breakaways! Wait, wait, what? No, that's not what I was thinking. Wait, of. breakaway speedos? speedos? Yeah. How does that work? You don't even have enough pockets. <laughs> Go into the beach. You don't want to bring a bag. Attach these shorts to your speedo. <laughs> Those zippers are in the worst place. Yep. So this, this has been a tad strange. Oh God! Podcast. Feel Email free to follow us, us on social medias. Email us tadstrangepodcast at gmail dot com. Except for not the dot. Tadstrangepodcast at gmail dot com. Email um, us if and you like literally like. Yep. All right, we got we got Twitters right. We got that that yeah. fatty yep. Tadcast Pod Twitter. You can yeah. find us. I don't. Think that's, that's true. That's that's our link. Fatty we, Tad Boy. We got Fatty Tad Boy the podcast <laughs> at Twitter. That was a really hard one to get. <laughs> Hit us on Twitter or that email or whatever with what you thought a better way this episode could have gone. We mm, had our whole head cannon. Good. Hit us with some head cannon. Like if, if you got something like, oh, it'd be really cool if like the pterodactyl came back. Last year on the way, wanted to see that. Stop lying. Maybe he rides a pterodactyl to defeat Gideon. Yeah, but <gasps> nobody wanted to see that. He rides the wait. He ri- no, he gets Grunkle the T Rex and has it. That fight. would be great. Listen, if there you have some go. cool head cannon that you're like, man, that would have made this episode so much better. Like, hit us up with it. We will read it on the air. I think yeah. that that would be a cool segment. You know, I'm brainstorming right now. It'd be really cool yeah. to have a fan head cannon segment each week. If yes. we get enough, maybe we can read them. That'd be sweet. Wow. That'd be sweet. If we get it all the way enough, we can even remake. Falls. We will That's continue true. the podcast they, past like season two though. with a headcanon podcast. Yes. <laughs> from starting back at season one, episode one, headcanon yeah. all the way through. We're going to change I like the title it. to Head Strange. <clears throat> head Strange. From, oh, that's a good one. Yeah. But uh, all that's only possible because of you, wonderful listeners. This isn't going to happen. This yeah. might happen. <laughs> if, <laughs> I, I, I'm confused now, but as always, I'm Joe. I'm Matt. I'm still Xander. Zayler, what and... was my name? <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you guys next time. Totally radical. Oh, uh, I'm a clone. <laughs> <laughs>